Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazur. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Rebel Speaker Podcast. And on the show today, I'm going to tackle the question about where are all the women speakers, especially paid professional women speakers? This question came up in Dr. Nick Morgan's Forbes article about why are there so few women speakers on the stage? And today, let's tackle that question. So let's do this. When I came across Dr. Morgan's article on Forbes about why are there so few women speakers, it struck a chord with me. So I've been speaking since I was about 15 years old, but I started like many people start on my high school speech and debate team, which led me to my college speech and debate team. And one of the things that I noticed as a debater in college, and I was a part of the National Parliamentary Debate Association way back when it first got started, was that it seemed like female-female debate teams just didn't do well. It's not that they weren't smart or couldn't make a good argument. They just never seemed to make it to finals rounds. And then I also noticed that male-female debate teams seemed to have a better shot, but it was really the male-male debate teams that excelled. When I was a graduate student, I did a study just coding the gender of debate teams at the national championships. And I looked at like six years of data from the National Parliamentary Debate Association championship tournaments. And what I found out was male-male teams were statistically more likely to win the championship or even advance into elimination rounds than female-female debate teams. Male-female debate teams still had a better shot at advancing into elimination rounds. And that made me scratch my head and wonder, well, why? Why is it that female-female debate teams don't perform as well? And then as I entered into adulthood, I joined Toastmasters about six years ago. I'm no longer a current member because I focus on some other priorities. But Toastmasters is known for their world championship of public speaking, where every year they crown a new world champ. And in the history of the World Championship of Public Speaking, there has only been one female who's won the championship. And not only that, if you look to who makes the final rounds, it is predominantly male. And some people might say, well, because women need to learn how to be better speakers, as one speech coach I talked to said to me. But is that really it? Why is it that Only one woman has ever won the world championship. Like this past year in the 2015 competition, there were no women whatsoever in that final round. And now with Dr. Nick Morgan's article about women speakers being paid for what they do, it's a shocking trend that I've noticed. So we're missing women in college speech and debate. We're missing women in Toastmasters. We're missing women on 
the speaking stage who are being paid to speak. And let's look at why that's really happening. Dr. Morgan concludes that it is bias, and he is 100% right. There is some bias going on. In fact, he talks about in his article, and I quote, Recently, Greg Martin, a mathematics professor, after attending a mathematics conference with 19 male speakers and one woman, did what mathematicians do. He checked the odds. And guess what? It's statistically impossible for that lineup to be random. So now we have hard statistical evidence. And thank you, Dr. Morgan, for bringing that up because it is hard statistical evidence, much like the study that I conducted in graduate school. And it is bias, but it's not just, oh, the meeting planners aren't hiring women speakers or women don't perform well at Toastmasters World Championship because they're not good enough speakers. It's actually quite recent, women were even allowed to be speakers. When professional speaking started, it was mostly motivational speakers, and all the big motivational speakers were men. Toastmasters International didn't even allow women into the organization until 1973, which is the year of my birth. So 42 years, women have been allowed into Toastmasters International. And I just think that this bias is historical, but also it's ingrained. The second reason why there aren't as many women speakers is because what it looks like to be a successful speaker is mostly defined by a very male way of speaking. And if you've seen a lot of professional speakers, you know what I'm talking about. They're larger than life. They're powerful. It's very motivational and rah-rah. And they step into that masculine form of power, whereas a feminine approach to speaking isn't the same. It's not, you know, getting on stage and rallying up the troops. It's quite different. It's more based on storytelling and vulnerability, and it's a softer way of speaking. And Gail Larson, who coaches people like Danielle Laporte, talks about this in her book, Transformational Speaking. And I think she does a great way of defining some of the other characteristics of a way, a more feminine or balanced approach to speaking. So I do think the way that we define a successful speaker is very male-oriented. And then finally, it's not just about the historic bias, the systemic bias, or the fact that the way we define how a successful speaker shows up is more male-oriented. But we also have to ask the question, where are women holding themselves back from being a well-paid speaker? Tanya Geisler writes a lot about the imposter complex, and she has a great download on her website about the 12 lies and the one truth of the imposter complex. I highly recommend you looking at that. But the imposter complex keeps women invisible. So we might not be going after those speaking gigs because we feel like I'm not ready yet. I don't have the degree of education that I need to have. I don't have the experience that I need to have. And the imposter complex doesn't affect men 
as much as it impacts women. So where are those beliefs getting into your head? Are you not applying for paid speaking gigs or reaching out and making contact with organizations that you want to be speaking for because you feel that you're not ready, that you're not the expert yet, that when you do whatever, then you'll step out and start being paid to speak. So looking for that imposter complex and how it's seeping in to your own speaking plans and it's holding you back. And I also think this is a bit related to what Tara Moore talks in her book about playing big is that women are afraid to be seen. And what is public speaking? It's being seen. So where are you playing small? And how can you step into that bigger version of yourself? And I do recommend both Tanya Geisler and reading Tara Moore's book, Playing Big, because I think these are excellent resources for women who want to step into the spotlight, who want to be seen and heard and known for what they do. And not only that, they want to be paid for it. So that is my take on why are there so few women speakers. So it's systemic and historical in nature. There have been studies that show that women just aren't showing up on these stages. It's also because of the way speaking is defined and speaking success being more of a male way of speaking or of showing up on stage. But finally, women are also holding themselves back. They're playing small and they're suffering from the imposter complex. So women, I challenge you to take steps to uncover where your imposter complex is coming into play and to step in to the spotlight and start playing bigger so that women are showing up on stage, that they are submitting applications to meeting planners, and that you are being paid what you're worth. So until next time, this is Dr. Michelle Mazur. And if you'd like to continue the conversation about women speakers, please hop over to the Rebel Speaker Facebook group. You can find it at drmichellemazur.com backslash group. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. So until next time, remember your most rebellious act is being more of who you are.